What's going on, guys? James Camacho here. This is Kicking It With Camacho. Hey, motherfuckers. Happy February. It's not February. It's still January 30th. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. This time is going. This year's flying by. It is pretty crazy, man. January is already almost over. This year is one twelfth over. Oh, my God. Time is flying. You know, it's pretty wild when you think about your age and then you think about like the number of uh, times you've done a month. Does that make sense? Like I'm 30, right? So I've gone through 30 Januaries. Isn't that wild? And then for like the first five of those Januaries, you don't even know what the hell's going on, right? You're a baby. You're just sucking your mom's tit, right? You're just crying because, uh, you know... For whatever dumb reason kids cry, right? You know, you, you trip and you fucking uh, fall on your, your ankle. Right, you know, I, I got to be 100% honest, man. Is like I, This might sound dickish, but whenever I see a toddler, like, you know, walking, and then they, like, kind of fall down softly, and then they start going, and then they just go, Wah! it's just like, come on, buddy. It's <laughs> I hate to not be understanding. I get it. You're a kid. You know, but it's just like, I feel like you're only crying because you fell and you're like embarrassed. There's no way that pain of falling from from like here to here is worthy, you know? Yeah, I have no tolerance for fucking toddlers, all right? I'm just kidding. Um, but yeah, it's a, uh, it's a, uh, woof. It's a, uh, what was I even saying? Something about shitting on kids, you know? You know, it's cool when you rant. And um, you can speak off the top of your head, and you can be entertaining. But you also, you, I, 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 you have to start remembering the tangents. Like I, I keep going from here to here to here to here. But then, like it's like it's like it's like I'm it's like I'm like um, going somewhere without Google Maps or like a physical map, and I'm taking all these turns, and then I turn around, and I'm like, well, I don't really, no, that looks real familiar, you know. Anyways, guys, um, so as you guys know. This is the the daily podcast. Are um, they're going to be done for? Uh, I don't know how long. Probably for indefinitely. As I uh, get back on the road and uh, things start ramping up in my in my comedy career, um, podcast kicking it with Camachos once a week. Patreon members still get their episode on Friday, and um, I'm working on rebooting my. Uh, I'm just a kid podcast where I interview people about their experience in high school. Uh, I'm actually recording an episode this week and then, you know, we'll do the rebranding, maybe get new art images and stuff. That's all to come. But since we have, um, we were only doing one episode a week of Kicking It With Camacho, um, this week we're going to have to cram in a lot of shit. Um, we got our questions. We got uh, football uh, to talk about that just happened yesterday. And um, I obviously um, have some topics I want to share with you guys, including a motivational quote um, and uh, some other just, just you know, things that happened to me this weekend and things that have been on my mind. So without further ado, let's talk about um, let's just go over quickly my picks and a little bit about the NFC championship, not NFC, the NFL championship, comp, the conference championship games from last weekend. Let's just quickly go over my record here. So I picked uh, the the Chiefs against the spread, and uh, the Chiefs won. So we're gonna give me a we're gonna give me a win there. So by that boosts my record to twenty nine and twenty two, and um, the Lions lost by three to the 49ers. So I was uh, perfect on my picks this week. That brings me to thirty and twenty two on the year on NFL picks, and then. Uh, Hey, yeah, it's funny. My mind told me Baltimore, San Francisco in the Super Bowl, and my heart told me Kansas City uh, Lions, but I was wrong. My mind and my heart apparently are um, stupid and useless and um, incorrect. And we got a Kansas City-San Francisco rematch of a few years ago. Honestly, man, that's like not – that's not. I don't want to say it's not a sexy matchup, but it's like it, there's a little bit of fatigue with these teams, you know? I think they're both, you know, the Chiefs are the Chiefs. You got Patrick Mahomes. It's basically the he's the new Tom Brady, right? He's a he's a beige Tom Brady, you know, with curly hair and a Kermit the Frog voice. I mean, there's just a it's like 
I think he's the the Mahomes has been the Super Bowl. He's been in the NFC Championship game the last six years, and I think he's made like four Super Bowls. So it's just like yeah, every year you know you see him, um, and then with the Niners, the Niners, I think they've been in the last three NFC Championship games. So it's just like yeah, it's just like it's kind of like on repeat with the, you know, it, it's it's weird because you almost start to get like. Um, it's like, what's the point of a uh, regular season when it's just going to be the same teams at the end of it, you know? But honestly, like, as much as, like, I, I, I'm not one of those guys, too, where, like, I'm a hater. Um, I actually appreciate greatness, you know? Like, I remember especially when, like, Tom Brady left uh, the Patriots. He went to the Buccaneers. And, um, you know, you could kind of feel like his, his career was coming to an end. He was, like, kind of on the back nine there. Um, I actually enjoyed watching him, you know, partially because it was a bit of a change of scenery from New England, but there was also just something about like, hey man, it's like, this is pretty sweet that like we're seeing this greatness, you know, and it's coming to an end and like, you never know like when we're going to see someone this great again and you know, pretty much, uh, Patrick Mahomes has completely just uh, took that spot and, um, now that you think about it, it's like, now that I think about it, um, you know, there was always that thing of like, oh, you, when, when, how do you know when you're ever going to see greatness again? Just appreciate greatness when we see it. I feel like with basketball and football, um, there's been greatness pretty much every generation. So like before Mahomes, you had Brady. I think before that, man, I don't know. I guess before Brady, you really didn't have anyone that was like uh, literally like in the Super Bowl every year. But then if you talk about, like, greatness in the NBA, you had, obviously, you know, you have LeBron, Steph, and then, you know, before that, you had um, uh, Jordan. So, uh, and then, you know, with baseball, you have, like, the Yankee dynasty. So, and then you have, like, uh, who's a really great player now? I got Mike Trout. But Mike Trout, it's the thing with Mike Trout is, like, he's not winning rings, you know? So, it's not the same thing. Shohei Otani, same thing. Just kind of regular season greatness. But yeah, we're you know we're watching Patrick Mahomes. It's like I still appreciate greatness. It's always fun to watch too because you know when you watch Mahomes play, um, it's a pretty much guarantee it's going to be awesome quarterback play. It's going to be an, a, a fun game to watch. And then you know with these other guys that come up like Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, uh, man, it's like you know you get hyped up for these games. You watch them and it's just like some. It's a lot of times it's it's a letdown, you know. So, congrats. I'm appreciative of greatness, you know, so, um, but I do feel really bad for uh, Detroit. I mean, that was such a good story. I, I found myself to be very upset after watching that game, even though I had picked uh, the 49ers to go to the Super Bowl. Like, I was definitely rooting for the Lions, man. Like, who doesn't love a good underdog, um, you know, rise from the ashes story? So, that's definitely a bummer. Um, I definitely think their coach, uh, I made some questionable decisions, you know, like, um, not kicking that field goal to go up three scores. And then um, I think at the end of the game, they went for fourth down or something instead of tying. It's just like, I don't know. Listen, like, uh, you know, I'm I'm a pussy. I'm conser- I would probably lean on, like, conservative and safe, even though, you know, I take chances here and there. I understand taking chances, but I don't know. I think I think he's such a psychopath with uh, his uh, decisions. And I think I think. Uh, if he had taken that field goal and didn't go for it, I think if he had taken all the field goals, um, the outcome would have been different. You also got to feel like if, if like if you're the kicker on the Lions, you know, you're probably just like, why am I even here? You know, this guy never fucking wants me to go. Like he never, he never, he never uses me. Right? It's just like, is he getting paid a lot? I, I would just be like, hey man, this is like, it's either a sweet gig where you don't have to do shit. Or it's probably one of those things where it's just like, bro, why am I even here? You know, like, could you imagine like in the future if they're going out to get kickers? Like, it's like, what are you doing there, buddy? Oh, these cats are knocking things over. Knock down the remote for the speakers. You want to play with this? Here, go play with it. Um. So, yeah. I know we don't have a lot of football people that listen to the show. um, But. That's all I got to say about that. Oh, I got to say this. I just want to talk about this. Um, I'm starting to get really annoyed with uh, the whole NFL is scripted thing, you know? 
like like and ha- it just has a it just kind of boils down to the fucking negativity and the toxicity and the fucking uh losers and pieces of shit jaded sad humans that like inhabit the space of fucking the internet and twitter you know like i like going on uh twitter i don't know if i i've kind of like i stopped going on twitter pretty much um i only go on there when there's um uh football and sports and i like to like look at um you know the analysts like like kind of like they give the news and like their takes and then i also do think the memes like the nfl memes account is pretty funny or the sport memes account i think they're funny you know like i was I was reading, I was watching some memes. I was looking at some NFL memes yesterday during the game, and like, it, it, you know, it's it's it's. I don't get a lot of chuckles and and uh, levity these days, so um, it's almost like uh, medicine for me. But then you know, like I see, like you know, the memes are one thing; they're meant for comedy. But then, like, you just see people's negativity, the comments and their tweets. Like, it's just like, you know, this guy Lamar Jackson, great quarterback. You know, he's always got a tough time in the playoffs. And, like, no one, like, everything on social media is, like, he's a bum. He's a piece of shit. He choke. He's a choke artist. Get rid of him. He should fucking uh, kill himself. Like, fuck him. Loser. Nothing. Piece of shit. It's like, bro, it's like, you don't understand. Like, 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 it's just so wild that people can just throw your piece of shit your, to someone who's a fucking elite athlete. He's the MVP of the regular season, man, you know, and then the same thing with the lines. It's like, you got this guy, Dan, Campbell. I always get confused. Dave and Dan Campbell soup. He, um, he brings his fucking, uh, Detroit lions franchise who sucks. Never won shit. Right. Hasn't won a playoff game in like 30 years. One playoff win in 60 years. Literally had a zero and 16 season. Not that long ago. And he brings them to the championship game. He instills his fucking culture, right? This grit in them. And then he has a game where he, you know, didn't coach that well, right? Kind of bit himself in the ass. And everyone's like, he's a piece of shit. He's got some explaining to do. He's a fucking moron. And it's just like, dude, it, 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 honestly, man, it's like, look, like I, I've kind of distanced myself away from it, you know? Like, you ever have, like, a toxic person in your life, you know? And you're just like, hey, man, like, I'm done. You know, I got to get out of it. Like, you know, you do your thing. I'm out. So it's, it's the Twitter and shit has, has disgusted me to the point where I'm not even on there anymore. I used to tweet um, like jokes or ideas and thoughts. And, um, you know, it's not worth it, man, because I go on there. I tweet my thoughts and shit and try to make, you know, you know, sometimes I like a workshop ideas and jokes. And, um, you know, obviously I'm sensitive to like uh the likes and stuff so that's not good for me but then also seeing just the negativity of fucking people saying fuck this they suck they suck they suck they suck you just rarely see any positivity on there and it's just like it's an environment that's toxic man it's like toxic waste it really is it's just like if you touch it you're 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 going down too you know and um i'm not trying to live like that especially in my the way my life is now you know where i have uh i have enough excuses to be depressed and uh, and sad um, I, I, I just can't be surrounded or I can't be in that world, you know? So, yeah. All right. So let's move on for football, guys. Let's, let's get into some of the questions here for this week. We have a good amount. And, uh, hopefully if we don't take too much time answering questions, I have a couple things I wanted to share with you. We can't get them to this week or we'll get them to them. Uh, we'll get to them next, next week. Uh, but yeah, so we have a lot of questions here and again, they are, um, there are a mix of silly questions, easy questions, you know, like, uh, you know, what's your dick size? That's not one of the questions, but you know what I mean? Just an easy, simple, fun question. And then we have some, like, uh, intense shit, you know? So let's get going here. Um, I appreciate everyone that sends in. Remember, um, send your questions. You can email them to me at jamescamachocomedy at gmail.com. Even though no one does that, everyone usually just uh, comments them on uh, social media, which is great, too. So I appreciate it, man. Um yeah, let's dive right in. Um, let's see what we got here. We got Maddie Hahn, who who asked a bunch of questions. She asked me, um, do you like eating dim sum, mild or spicy? Now, don't hate me, Maddie. Um, I've had dim sum before, but I, I haven't had it enough where I remember what it looks like. Let me see. 
Here we go. Okay, yeah, I've had this before. I is this the stuff where? Oh yeah, they're like uh bow they're bow buns. Yeah, steam buns. Oh yeah, these are great. I love these. Um, I like the ones too, where you have to take your chopstick and like poke at them, and then you let the water out, and then you uh you eat them with like the with the, not the water uh whatever the juice is it the water whatever the liquid inside is you 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 poke it, and then you let the liquid come out, and then you eat it like that. Um, I think I think that's what, right, right. But yeah, dim sum's great. I've had had it in a while. Um, I've been on a diet recently, so I I don't know if this is nutritionally what I could be eating, but I could have a cheat meal soon. I do like dim sum. Um, if there's meat in there, that's probably what I I I prefer. And mild or spicy, spicy for sure. I'm a sick fuck when it comes to spicy food. I put uh, hot sauce on almost uh, everything. I put sriracha on almost everything. Um, I always go spicy, so. I like eating dim sum. I don't eat it often because um, I'm kind of a health health geek. Um, and, uh, you know, maybe I, I do have like a, a cheat meal once a week. So maybe this week they'll be my cheat meal. I love I love getting Chinese food, though, for my cheat meal. That's one of my favorite um, cheat meals is just like getting, a, you know, a, a barbecue pork and like duck, like Peking duck and then like. Uh, scallion pancakes and, and just fucking going ham. So maybe this time I'll get um, dim sum. My ex loved dim sum. She was huge on this stuff. She actually introduced me to dim sum. I hadn't had dim sum before I met her, and she was fucking shocked. She's like, "I'm more, I'm more Chinese than you. What the fuck?" Um, and speaking of my ex, Maddie asked, "Did your ex girlfriend tag along with you to your shows?" Um. Oh, she has okay. She actually has more questions. She has four questions. So, did my ex girlfriend tag along with me to my shows? Uh, she did. Um, she uh, she we actually met the first time we uh, uh, first date was actually I took her to a show. I so basically what I did was like um, we met on Hinge and I invited her to a sh- uh, show and then maybe go to the bar, uh, meet up at a bar before my show and then come to the show after. That's what we did, and then throughout the years, um. You know, she wouldn't come to every show, but if there was a show that was big, like let's say, uh, you know, like a, if I was opening for a celebrity or if it was just a show in New York that I thought was like, a, you know, a big deal, she would always come support. Um, so, yeah, she did tag along. Um, and uh, she and then Maddie didn't ask me, has anyone been awful and thrown stuff at you on stage? Sometimes celeb singers have had that happen to them. Yeah, I see that with... Uh, I see that with Drake, like people will throw like shoes at him and the girls will throw their fucking clothes or underwear and bras at him, which is hilarious. Um, honestly, no one, no one's thrown their bras or bras or panties at me on a show. Um, that's for sure. I've never had a shoe thrown at me. Um, but, but yeah, people have been awful to me on stage. I mean, people just, just sometimes are so disrespectful to comedians, you know, um, like they just, they just try to like you know from the crowd like you've had people you have people just like they just try to overtake the show right like they don't really respect you on stage so they try to like alpha you you know you have people just like talking as you're on stage and they have just they just have no concept that it's like this is an art form you know it's like it almost feels like to these people like we're just at a like it's like it's just we're at a bar and you just happen to be talking while they're fucking at a bar you know and they should be able to talk amongst each other and do whatever the fuck they want. And then you just, sometimes you just have people that, like, uh, they see you up there and they, like, want to challenge you, you know? So they'll fucking verbally assault you. Um, and, and it just makes everything fucking awkward, man. Stand-up comedy really is just one of the most disrespected art forms because I think it's just so simplistic. You're just a dude with a microphone on stage and then, you know, people are drinking, right? So when people drink, they get fucking wild, dude. It's like you ever go to a fucking a bar, uh, like on a college town or like whatever a popping like uh, atmosphere, and just the way people care of themselves, like they'll bump into you, they'll step on your feet, right? They'll shove you out of their way. If they're trying to get a drink. Like people are just fucking animals when they're when they're drinking, man. So yeah, like you 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 add that in with like a dude on stage or a girl on stage, um, people are just animals, man. Um, but I've never had anything too awful. I mean, I've had awful things in terms of like bombing and like embarrassment. Um, 
but uh, nothing like um, I've had people harass me. You know, like this, like like I like this is all to say it's like I've had anything happen where it's like the cops need to be involved or the police or like it was like scared for my life. I've had instances where uh, I've been harassed. Like there'll be a gay guy. Or I've actually had women like just completely harass me on stage. Like I've had women yell like, "Show me your dick on stage!" Like I want to fuck you from the stage, right? Uh, Show me your dick. Enough of these jokes, right? Where's your cock at? I've had guys just straight up and like, "You're hot." Um, Let's fuck. Like, uh, yeah, I've had that. And again, it's just like it's a it's this is this is supposed to be a show in an art form. And then uh, there's you know, Mark Norman has that like famous line where he's like you know you wouldn't do this at hamilton right if you were in hamilton you wouldn't fucking yell show me your dick to whoever you know is playing hamilton right um and also i guess you wouldn't get too drunk but like i mean i think you've had you have those here and there where it's like someone gets too drunk and they're just like they don't know how to behave in public you know um and then maddie asked me uh are you close to your dad do you wish your parents made a brother for you um she also added, I wish I had a sister growing up. Then maybe my mom wouldn't single me out and I'd have someone to talk to at home. I had school friends all the time, but it's not the same. My mom has a younger sister. You think she would treat me better being the only girl and know how to relate to me. But she's too self-absorbed. I'm pretty sure she has a lot of personality disorders. Wow. This, this, went, from, this went from a question to like, my mom is crazy. Oh, uh, <laughs> Uh, Maddie, um, let me just answer the question. Are you close to your dad? I'm not. Not close to my dad. Um, he's around, but he's absent. So my dad is pretty much... Um, my dad's a quiet guy, if that makes sense. He's antisocial. He's just uh, he's just living in his own universe, you know? And he has... You know, if you want to talk about personality disorders, my dad's definitely got some... Uh, some... some disorders personality stuff uh but yeah it's it sucks because you know with those disorders it's it's so hard and i was joking about earlier about kids you know falling and crying it's just like having no tolerance i was joking like i obviously you know kids fall you got you feel bad for them you're not gonna go up to them and be like man i'm oh, pussy right but it's like you know you forget with like disorders and personality things like uh, or illnesses it's like it's like no one's exempt from them you know so it's like if your dad or your mom or your 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 kids that you have or your your girlfriend boyfriend if someone has some kind of disorder or illness just cuz you're their fucking son or just cuz you're their uh, husband or wife or whatever mom dad you know like let's say you have alzheimer's right just cuz you're fucking um that that's my uh wife doesn't mean she's going to remember you. You know, that's the that's one of the things that's like unforgiving about shit like that, you know? So, you know, you're talking about your mom having a personality disorder and like I understand it's easy to be mad and upset and jaded, you know? As I am, you know, I have all those resentment feelings, but you also just have, you know, sometimes it's uh it's not your fault is what I'm trying to say. So, if you're upset at them, that's one thing. It's not your fault. Don't ever beat yourself up for it. Which I don't think you're really, it seems like you're pretty much just being like, you know, my mom's, you know, my mom's too self-absorbed. But it's also like, you know, people are like that, especially at that advanced age. It's hard for people to change, you know. I think a lot of people don't even see these these things that they do to other people. And unless someone's actively trying to get better and like, you know, get help whether it's therapy or, like, actually practicing some, you know, different techniques. Like, like me, you know, like, I have my issues, obviously, but I'm in therapy. Like, I work really hard at uh, self-help and trying to be a better person, you know. So, not everyone does that. And, um, you know, you may be like, she's too self You may think that, but she, she has no idea, you know. In a way, that's being self-absorbed. Not knowing you're self-absorbed, right? Anyways, so... Do you wish your parents made a brother for you? Yeah. You know, I think I've talked about this before. I, If there was one thing, not the, the one thing, but there are not a lot of things I would uh, wish for differently. There's a couple things. There's a few things, and one of them is I wish I grew up with a sibling, you know? Because that could change your, that's just, that would change my entire life. Growing up, I wouldn't be so alone. Like you said, you, um, 
you, you know when someone you, you didn't have anyone to talk to at home. I didn't have anyone to talk to at home either. You know, I just had my parents and like I, my mom. My mom. Our relationship growing up was basically her being like, "You do this, that's it. You do that. You study. You get good grades." You make me proud. You do violin. You do like it, it, that. That's it. There's no other. Other than that, there's no like relationship. Like as friends or like it's just like a whew, what do you call it? Dictatorship, I guess almost. And then with my dad, you know, like I said, my dad had his. Uh, he's self-absorbed. Let's say right. So he's in his own universe and really never communicate with me. So I knew it's just like if I, I know if I had a brother, not only would I have someone to communicate with. Which would take me out of my own head. Um, I would also have someone to communicate about my issues with my family with, which would make me feel less alone. You know, I'm sure you feel alone, right, Maddie? Because I feel pretty alone in the world, even at this age, even at the age where like I can actually make a difference and uh, switch things up. I can make friends. I can uh, change my life. I still carry that loneliness. You know, that it's like my my neutral state. And I'm going to therapy. I'm trying to get out of it and, like, change my life. But, like, every day, time goes by and, like, your habits take over and, like, you just fall in line sometimes. It's hard. It's hard. It's hard, you know? And like you said, school friends. I had school friends growing up. Like, um, you know, I, I think I was talking about this before. I was a dork for a while. And then I and then I started getting cool. I started having some, you know, getting some popularity when I was uh, my later high school years. And you're right, you know, even now I still have my friends from high school and uh, some, you know, I got some friends. Not as much, you know, I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm a, a socialite or anything. But, I'm, you know, I'm respected in the comedy community and, you know, I have my friends I grew up with. And yeah, it's not the same. It's not the same as having someone you're, uh, some family, you know, or someone you're attached to, or your partnership, you know. Friends are friends. Um, you can't expect more than that out of them, you know. Anyways, so, whew. well, Maddie, if you ever want to cry together, <laughs> we could do that one day. Um, let's move on. Hopefully, Ernest has something that'll pick us up here because this is getting sad. Ernest asked, uh, "Do you get mistaken for working somewhere you don't work at?" Hmm. Like you have one of those faces. Like, do you have one of those faces? Because it happens to me a lot. I wonder if it happens to you too. No, Ernest, I don't get. I don't ever get mistaken. I never have. I gone? Do you work here? Sure. Like if I'm like at a. Sure, like I've had that happen, you know, but no, I don't, I don't, I don't ever get that you have a familiar face because I don't have a familiar face, you know. I have a, you know, actually, now that I think about it, I don't get it, like in the way you're saying, where it's like you just, you just have one of those faces, you know. I get like, do I know you a lot from um, the comedy scene because, uh, you know, people know my face from like flyers and headshots. I have some viral videos too. So people kind of are like, I've seen you before, whatever. Like I have it in that like kind of fame way. Um, but I don't have it in like regular life where like I'm at, I'm at, you know, like you just got one of those faces, you know. I don't have that. Do you get that, Ernest? You must be a basic looking guy, you know. <laughs> you must because they're listen, Ernest, I'm sure you're beautiful and great. I mean, Ernest is great. Like I, I, I love Ernest's questions because I could feel like he's got a good uh, energy and it, and like the way he types and the way he uh you know puts exclamation marks and like he wrote hmm in it like and it, it, I, I could I could feel the good vibes from you I could tell you're an upbeat happy fun fun dude and I always I've appreciated your questions um, even when it was just you know you were sending it to to Shivani and I's podcast but yeah there are people though that have that face where you're just like you know. That you're just a basic looking person, you know. Like it's with guys and girls, you know. There's also like girls that like very pretty, right? But they like look alike. It's just like you, like it's like this Kim Kardashian look going on, right? Or just like I've seen this before. Like this is everywhere, you know. Anyways, um, all right, Ke Kevin Fair. Oh, my buddy Farrell, Kevin Farrell, who was my buddy from uh, college. He asked me what was the most embarrassing. What was your most embarrassing moment in college? Oof. Um, I mean, every time you try to go, get into one of these frat parties and they reject you, that kind of sucks. You know, I think... <laughs> all transparent. I did read some of these questions before. I didn't know it was uh, Farrell that sent this, though. Um, I thought about this hard. Um, 
man, college is such an interesting experience for me, man. It was just like I went to Rutgers, Newark for a year. I got a fucking I was just it was just one huge blackout year. I, I was just partying and having a good time. And like it was just like the first time I was like living on my own. Like I just couldn't handle the freedom and like the I, I just was so uh, it was a it was a honest. It, it's so weird because like it sounds horrible. Like I, I ruined my body. I, I, I ended up costing more money for my college tuition because I fucking like almost flunked out because I was just blacked out and having a good time making friends. Talk about social life. That's what my social life was fucking out of control, man. Um, but I look at that year so like that's one of the best years of my life. That freshman year, you know, even though like health wise, monet- monetarily wise, it's the worst. Is that an interesting thing about life, though? Like, when you take risk and you do things that are fucking horrible for you, but in the short term, they're fun, we always look at that fondly, you know? This kind of connects to, like, a topic I want to get about later, so let's not um, get into this whole tangent here. Hey, buddy, you want to come here? You want to hang out? Come on. Fucking beautiful. Look at my beautiful little Bulba. Can you guys see him? I don't know if you guys can see him, actually. Look at Bulba. Bulba. I've learned that I've started to realize that Bulba, the black one, is the the more athletic uh, alpha cat, and then uh, Kaisa, the white one, is the more uh, fatter cat. That's a bit of a um, bit of a bitch, but I love them both. They're so they're fucking they're, they're the best. Um, anyway, so honestly, bro, I, I so I thought about this. My most embarrassing moment in college was like, I think it was just like, this is going to sound so ridiculous, but it's all the times I was so blacked out trying to hook up with women and I just fucking was so shit in the bedroom, you know? That happened a good amount, dude. Like, I would be hammered at a party. You meet another girl. She's hammered. You're making out. And dude, I would fuck, you know, I, I, I always say this and I'm not bragging, but like, I would... I have a tendency, I always date up. I don't know what it is. It's like I always date women or get girls that are hotter than me. I mean, maybe that's just my um, self-image of myself where I just think I'm shit. But every girl I've I've seriously dated, ah, that's not true actually. Now that I, think, I think about my high school girlfriend. That that was not me dating up. I, that was me dating uh, probably at my level actually. Maybe... Well, now it would be dating down for sure. But, you know, my ex, that's, I would say, uh, dating up is not the right way to put it. I would say in terms, yeah, I would say dating up because cause, uh, my ex was a, was a you know, neuroscientist. Uh, you know, she got, now she has this job. She's going to be a fucking millionaire at some point. And then before before her, I was seeing a girl who's like fucking family was, 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 was celebrities and, uh, I, I remember I dated a girl from Connecticut. Um, her 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 dad was like the masseuse for like NFL athletes. Like he he like knew Odom Beckham Odom Odell Beckham Odell Beckham Jr. Um, she I remember I dropped her off once. She fucking lived in a mansion. Uh, and then all the girls that I would like have like hookups with in college were all super hot. And I I. Oof. I just was too drunk a lot of those nights and just uh, couldn't perform, if you know what I mean. Those are probably the most embarrassing moments. And, like, I always – there's a few I wish I had back, man. Because, you, you you know, if you if <laughs> if you have that chance and, and you fumble it, you usually don't get another chance, you know? So that's my – those are my embarrassing moments in college. Just fucking blacking out, trying to hook up, having a – having a rough time. Terrible. And then uh, you have to see them at the fucking tailgate the next week. It's just like, oh, fucking kill me. Um, hopefully I can get back out there um, and start crushing it like I, I used to. Um, it's a process, though. Uh, Rishma. Good old Rishma. Rishma! She asked two questions. Uh, how long does it take on average for you to write a bit? On average? I, it's hard to say on average. Um, cause there are bits that, you know, shorter bits kind of after the, like, eh, some bits, literally you'll say them, this doesn't happen often, but there are times 
you write a joke or you have an idea, you say it on stage, works. And you're like, oh, I got a new bit. And then after that, you're just kind of like, you know, getting comfortable with it, adding tags. Um, some bits could take a year, two years. I had a bit that uh, uh, actually kind of started working last year. Uh, this is after the special taping. This is on the new hour where it was like a idea I had for one of my first few years of comedy and never, I just never, never, never could get it right. And then somehow it got brought back last year, like seven years later. And, um, now it works. Um, yeah, it just, it, it just take depends, you know, I would say on average, like a, a good bit could probably take about you know, a few months, you know, from, uh, doing it over and over again on the road, different rooms. So usually you want to, usually what I'll do is I'll write a bit. I'll start doing it on a, on late night at the comic strip, which is where, you know, I'll go up after the main show and kind of like, you know, try new material. Then from that, if it works there, I'll take it to like a smaller show, like a bar show. And then from that, I'll take it to like a bigger show with more people, a little more stakes. Um, and if it works there, then what I usually do is I, I start doing it um, in different atmospheres. So, you know, Doing it in New York City is one thing, but then if you do it uptown, that's different than doing it downtown. That's different. You know, then there's a different crowd you have to do it for in Brooklyn. Then you go on the road, you go in the Midwest, you do it for a bunch of fucking hicks and white people, right? Not saying everyone in the Midwest is, is a hick and white, but you know what I mean. Then you go on L.A., you do it for L.A. crowds, and then you just try to make sure it works everywhere, right? And then you do it, maybe you want to do it in an urban room. You want to do it in a fucking clean room, dirty room, whatever, right? So, uh, yeah, these bits, just because they start working, that's like, you know, like I said earlier, it's like, you know, sometimes you say them the first time it works. That's great, but um, then there's also the process, like the vetting process for the joke to make sure it's actually something solid, you know, not just a thing that only works in whatever, that one atmosphere. So, yeah. And she asked, uh, till, the, till date, what is the best bit written by you and why? Oof. Uh, I would say... The best bit and my favorite bits, a little bit different. I guess the best one in terms of like it always works no matter what. There's I, I guess two. One's of the my the professor student joke. My dad was my mom's professor in college, so I'm the extra credit. That's just such a. It, there's no fat on there. It's just perfect, you know. And it always works um, everywhere. And then the other bit that um, I think is pretty solid too. Again, it's a shorter one, but it's like uh, if I go to the gym wearing a headband, um, it looks weird because I'm Asian. If you're white, you wear a headband to the gym. You play tennis. If you're black, you wear a headband to the gym. Basketball. If I wear a headband to the gym, it looks like I'm at the gym serving sushi. That one always works. Uh, but yeah, the best bit, like these are just the ones that, that uh, the best in terms of like they get laughs. Uh, pretty much always consistently no matter where now my favorite bits like best quality bits the ones are a bit longer I mean there's a few I have a bit about uh, cultural appropriation um, that'll be on my special I have a bit about I have bits now about like um, dealing with uh, self self-worth issues that I I think they're my best bits my favorite my best favorite bits because they're really personal and they're they're like bits that like I had to earn and they're really me, you know, like a bit about my, my mom, my dad or me looking Asian, you know, like, yeah, those are funny, but those aren't really bits about me, my personality and who I actually am, you know, so or my uh, it doesn't really embolden my point of view, if that makes sense. So, yeah, um, look out for this special because uh, in terms of my best favorite bits. Some of them are on there. Oh, I have a bit. Like I said, I don't want to give it away because it's on the special. But it's about my dad having OCD and how that affected me growing up. So that bit's great. Um, Look for it on the special. It's coming soon. And uh, all right. Sorry about that. Cats are knocking things over. You guys can't hear or see it, but I can. Um, Last question. Uh, Norman asked, do I like seafood? Um, I do like seafood. I like sushi a lot. Um, I have like a nice little salmon every once in a while. Salmon, salmon. I'm not sure how you say it, but think about seafood, man. It's like, it's expensive and it's not that filling. Like every time I go to get some sushi, 
I could have fucking 76 rolls or whatever, and I'm still hungry after. So it's a real, uh, it's a real luxury thing for me. Um, but seafood, I don't, I don't mind it. Um, all right. Those are the questions this week. Good stuff. Woo. I feel stimulated. Let me get a sip of my coffee here, and uh, maybe we can we can do one more topic. This is something I wanted to share with you guys. This kind of falls in the the realm of like motivation, Monday motivation. It's Monday today, by the way, and um, this podcast will come out uh, Tuesday. So, but I wanted to share something with you guys, and like I always, you know, I, like I said, I do a lot of self help stuff. I'm in therapy. I'm always trying to be better, especially now in my life where it's like. There's a lot going. There's just I have I'm I'm so I'm so emotional right now. I'm so fucking like sad, you know. But I got I got, I got I'm dealing with a lot right now. And it's been a while. And um, you know, maybe it's just that like, you know, it's a mixture of um trying to find myself, right? Trying to see where I fit in the world, trying to chase my dream, then going through a breakup. Like it's a lot going on, you know. It's funny cuz I talk to a lot of adults and they're like, "Yeah, dude, those those you know, mid 20s uh, can be really confusing and stressful, but then I always hear once you get into your thirties, you kind of find out who you are. It's that's when you really rock and roll, you know. But uh, I wanted to share this with you guys because uh, I was listening to some self help stuff yesterday, and then um, of course you know how um the fucking internet works. If you Google something, next thing you know, on your fucking social media, you're going to be getting related uh, content to it, um, which is like. To me, it's really annoying because it's so fucking invasive and it makes me sick to my stomach. And it's another reason why I'm, I've, I've actually like really cut back on my social media uh, stuff. But sometimes you get a little, uh, it, it's actually uh, it's actually okay. So I had this come up on my social media feed. Um, the, the five regrets that uh, people say when they're like on their deathbed. And I wanted to share this with you guys. Um, because for me, um, you know, a lot of my issues I feel like are stemming from, and also a lot of my fear in life is not going for what I want and having regret. I try to live my life where I don't have too much regret. Now, one part of my life that I feel really confident in is that I'm going for, um, going for it. In terms of like trying to get on TV, trying to be an actor, being show business, like, you know, I'm going for it. And um I know deep down, like I'm making progress and I'm confident. I'm 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 truly happy with that and myself. But obviously there's a lot of other things that I uh have you know and not there's not a lot of things I have regretted. I genuinely will say if God forbid something were to happen and I'm on my deathbed what do you regret? I I would for the most part be guys stop. Hey hey hey, Boba, Boba, dude. I'm telling like the I, all my all my little electronic. Hey stop it, dude. All my electronics are like knocking on the ground. I put all my little like uh chargers and headphones. What are you looking at? Like they this is great, bro. They will like knock things down and look at me. Like yeah, what are you gonna do about it, bitch? And they look at me like I'm like I'm crazy. They're gaslighting me. These cats. Um, oh God, I hope they don't break anything. Um, but yeah. So generally, I would be like, Hey, listen, I, I I gave it a shot. You know, I don't regret um too much. But you know, there's still some things that uh, I regret. And if I were, you know, there would be a few things. Even though the main thing, um, I'm I'm happy with. There's still smaller things, you know. I don't. I'm not living a full satisfied life, obviously, because I'm such a fucking, you know. I mean, just depressed and you know having a hard time recently. But here are the five regrets that people have when they when they're dying. Um, one, I wish I had the courage to live a life true to me, not the life others expected of me. Again, it's just like that's the one thing I feel okay in, or it's like I I got the courage. To fucking not be an accountant, not be a finance major, you know, not do all the shit everyone else is doing, all my friends are doing, what's normal, what my mom wanted me to do. And I, I, I was true to myself. I knew from a young age I was a creative person and I, and I, I fantasized and I wanted to be on TV and a, a comedy entertainer and I, I'm doing that, right? 
Um, now, this is where things start to get a little uh, hurtful, um, too. I wish I hadn't worked so hard. You know, I work really hard, right? I, I wake up. First thing I do, I go work out, right? Just pumping iron. And then I, as soon as I get back, podcast, booking emails, clips. And then uh, by the time that's done, I got to write. And then I got to fucking go do spots. And then, like, you know, yes, the other day, my friend hit me up. Hey, you want to hang out, you know, at 2 a.m. or something? I'm like, dude, I wake up at 8 or 6, 7 to go to the gym. I can't. I, I'm like, I just know, you know. And I thought about it, too. Like, I really felt a little, not too torn. I was definitely leaning on the side, like, hey, man, like, that's not my life anymore. I don't go out to 2 a.m., you know. But then the partying was like, hey, man, like, what if you had a fun night? You know, I just said earlier, this is what I was alluding to earlier. It's like. You know, all these, all these nights are these stretches of time where you're fucking up your body. You're doing what you're not supposed to do, right? You always look up at those times fondly, you know? You never look at the times like, bro, I was working so fucking hard, you know, 12 hours a day. You don't even, no one talks about that. You know, and as much as like I'm doing my goal, I'm chasing my goal, and I don't really, honestly, regret it. Like, there is a part of me that does feel like, fuck, man. Uh, maybe I, I got to focus on the other things, you know, that I've always wanted to do. So, yeah, I wish I didn't work so hard as two. Number three, I wish I had the courage to express my feelings. That one hits home, too, man. You know, like... I think, you know, I obviously, you know, I go to therapy, so I'm, I'm, I express my feelings a lot. And, you know, on my own time, I do, you know, I feel, I feel, I feel bad for myself a lot, which, you know, I know there's a lot of people out there like, you fuck, don't feel bad for yourself, pussy, get up together and get out there and fuck. Yes, like, I feel bad for myself, but then I fucking figure out what to do and I go for it. But I'm not, I have a real problem with expressing my feelings to other people especially to the people that disrespect me and hurt me. And that is one thing I regret even right now. There are things I wish I I want. I I think there's things I want to say. I'm fucking terrified to say them to, to the, to certain people, you know? And if I ever, God damn, if I, if someone came here with a gun right now, and I knew all those things were just ratting rattling around in my brain. Yeah, I, I don't know. If someone came in here with a gun and pointed at me and scared the shit out of me, I thought I was going to die and they left. I, I think the first thing I would do is probably tell people the things I've been holding in, you know? It's just, I hope it doesn't take something like that to actually do it. I really got to fucking uh, grow some nipples and do it. <laughs> grow some nipples. It's growing balls. All right. Anyways, two more. I wish I had stayed in touch with my friends. That one also, I think, you know, like my my buddies and I from high school, we stay in touch, but, you know, different states now. And we always talk about like getting together maybe one weekend for like a vacation and we just never fucking do it. And like, honestly, bro, it's like, yeah, if, if, if that was something on my deathbed, I'd be like, I, I wish we all got together. I wish, you know, maybe I got to be the guy that fuck. I got to be like the president of the club, you know, I got to just fucking take initiative and take action. Maybe I should start planning and like really start a group chat. I'm going to do that today. I'm going to start a group chat. I'm going to see if we can get everyone together. Cause, cause like I said, man, those weekends with your buddies, when you're making friends and you're social, those are the best years of your life, man. I'm going to look back at this time. I'd be like, Hey man, like I worked my ass off. But I don't think I'm going to have that many good memories, you know? Just of career accomplishments. Oh, But not, not any of those like, oh, man, that was a crazy night. We fucking... Oh, boy. This is getting really crazy. Um, It's <laughs> getting really emotional. Hey, guys, sorry about that. I think the camera uh, overheated or, or some shit happened. I don't know what's going on. It's a new camera, and uh, I don't think I've had it run for, what is it, about 50 minutes? I I had it. I did a show where I had to run for an hour and it recorded, but it did stop at some point. I don't know what the deal is. I don't know. I got to figure out why it stops like this because because if I, in the future when I record, I I got to figure something out because it's only been fifty minutes. It shouldn't be shutting off like that. Um. Anyway, so real quick because the camera doesn't. It's already sick of my bullshit. 
Um, the last regret of dying is I wish I let myself be happier. Honestly, that's something too that hits home, man. Like I've been so miserable the last year or two. So, you know, anxiety, stress, and now depression. It, it's uh, oh god. Like I, I already hate the fact that I look back at these last couple years of my life and it's been just a fucking dark cloud. And um, oh man, it's it's just you know you fall into it, you get lazy. Um, yeah, just falling into habits, man. It's really disgusting. And, um, my philosophy is like, you know, it's like with the gym, it's like, it's so easy to just lay in bed and, uh, you know, not go. But if you just a little bit every day, just push yourself to go. Or when I go to the, when I go work out, right, it's like every day I push myself a little more. So I keep track of the weight I'm putting up. And every time I go, I just do a little more, whether there's one more rep five more pounds. I do it every week and it's not overwhelming, right? It's not like, fuck, I got to put up a hundred more pounds. It's just one. And then every week you just get a little better, 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 better. And I think that's has a lot to do with like changing your outlook on life. If you're not a happy person, it's like every day, do something that makes you happy, right? Do something that makes you satisfied or proud. But anyways, I just wanted to share that with you guys. Cause this shit's been speaking to me a lot. I don't know. Maybe if there's someone out there that also needs to hear this type of shit, man, you know, it's never too young. You're never too old, never too young to start. Um, um, you get one of these things, man, and just, just it's it's so much easier said than done. Because I say it to me all the time. I say it to myself all the time. You know, uh, but still, I've already let so much time pass, and I'm very grateful. And I give myself credit for, you know, I think the main thing is people like working jobs they hate and never going for like their dream. And that's the big thing I feel like. And I think that big thing, I've kind of satisfied that big thing. Thank God. But there's still other little things that are like, you know, I could, uh, I need to eliminate that regret. You know, you know what I want to be? I want to be, I want to take a fucking gun, right? Like a school shooter and just fucking blah, 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 blah. all my, all my, <laughs> all my regret. Just treat them like. Like a school shooter and, and you know their classmates, boom, 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 boom. You know, no, oh, I mean that's a that's a horrible analogy for something really deep. Oh my god! Like you're listening to that and you're like, that's a good point, but fuck, why did you use that analogy? <laughs> hey guys, I apologize for all the cuts. The camera is uh, it's overheating. That's why I keep shutting off and you know getting. I have to edit the cuts this way. So real quick before it overheats again. Um, thanks for listening. Send your questions for next week. Um, every Tuesday is the podcast. Patreon members every Friday. Sign up. Patreon.com slash James Camacho. And I will fix fix this. I'll figure out this overheating problem. Maybe I'll buy a fucking tripod and uh, put a fan on top of it and blow the camera or something. You know, I don't know. But uh, thanks for sticking with me, guys. I appreciate it. And, uh, you know, let's fix. Let's not. Let's try to live a life. Where when we when we when we have to go, we have no regret. Can you do that for me? Let's do it together. All right, guys. Adios.